edition of the No Vision Internet Radio. Today we have the opportunity of having UTEP's Mr. Parker. He's the Director of Planning and Construction. How are you doing there, Mr. Parker? I'm doing good. Thank you, George. First of all, thank you, sir, for taking the opportunity to talk about uh, the enhancements to the stadium. And the reason why I thought it was important because now hopefully, quote unquote, back to normal, and this coming season was, was UTEP, and encourage individuals to see sometimes what happens, folks, people with disabilities, kind of like, eh, it's not going to be accessible or the restrooms or this or that. So this way, you try to encourage individuals to go out into the community, especially like a social event like the, the Sumbo. And uh, first of all, Mr. Parker, could you just give a quick overview of who you are, what you do, and, and you know, let's go to the person. What do you like to do here in El Paso? Yeah, so I'm a licensed architect, uh, grew up in El Paso, lived here basically my whole life and uh, worked as an architect in private practice for you know over 20 years, 25 years. And I've been the uh, director of planning and construction here at UTEP uh, and working at UTEP for the past 12 and a half years. Uh, and our department manages all of the construction and renovation for the entire campus. Um, everything from small office remodelings to large renovations like we've just completed at the Sun Bowl Stadium. So. That's basically what we do. Kind of a, a nice segue here. I want to go ahead and play a, a video. Uh, is it is it Jim Center that's doing the the video there? Jim Center, that's correct. Yeah, I want to play this video. Kind of give you a brief overview of the enhancements that have been done so far, and then we'll go come into talking about the ADA component. So we're going to do that now. Hey, welcome, Miner fans. This is an update on the Sun Bowl renovation project. We're excited about what's happening here. Lots of good things are going on. And as you can see in the background behind me, uh, construction crews continue to work uh, diligently getting ready for the football season. We have three outdoor club areas, which I'm really probably the most excited about because it'll hold the most folks and people are going to be able to move from their normal seating up into there, you know, with the, with the purchase of those season tickets. Uh, and I think that'll be a really great experience for people to have a, a nice chair back and a cup holder uh, and to have some of the amenities that maybe they haven't experienced before in the Sun Bowl. The Lowe's boxes are going to be a really nice amenity for folks to have where even though they're going to be outside, there'll be four or six person Lowe's boxes with the ability to have refrigerators and TVs in there and your own defined space with chairs that swivel and move around and give you a lot of flexibility to have somebody to, to come to your box, if you will. The old Captain's Club is being transformed into the Hunt Family Sky Lounge, and that's going to be a really new and, and unique place. That will include indoor club seats. It will also include four new suites in the Hunt Family Sky Lounge. The project started two and a half years ago when we did renovations in the concourses and really began to tell the minor story throughout the concourse and in the upgrades that we've done there. Two additional features to this, uh, to this renovation project will be one, the GECU Terrace, which will be the area just directly behind the Lowe's boxes, which will look out over the stadium and people will be able to congregate there and go to the concession stands and the bars. It'll be a great social place. And just off of that is a patio porch kind of area where people will be able to congregate and it'll be much more relaxed in a wider open space at the top of the stadium as well. We're very, very thankful and, and grateful for the donors and the, uh, the support from folks like the Hunt Family uh, Foundation as well as GCU to help us pull this off. And we're looking forward to being able to announce another gift here uh, really soon that has been transformational in this, in this uh, effort project. And remember, go Miners!
Now, granted, with COVID, that kind of changed the, the 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 projector of last year in regards to attendance. Um, but, Mr. Parker, what do you anticipate this year regarding attendance? Um, from what I understand, they're ex expecting to, you know, fill the stadium this year. Uh, athletics is, is wanting to get all the stands back in the stadium. And um, so we're hoping that we're going to be able to, to get it filled this year. Hopefully, hopefully so. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the, the, the ADA enhancement, what it means when I say that. What, what does that mean when I say that? So ADA enhancements, you know, ADA is the Americans with a Disability Act. Um, and so it's basically making um, improvements for individuals that have disabilities um, and, and making it more accessible. Um, and so all the projects we do on campus and in, including all the the improvements we just did at the Sun Bowl Stadium, um, we always include making whatever improvements we do include accessibility. And and we follow the Texas Accessibility Standards um, and the ADA. Um, we have to follow compliance and we have to register the projects. We have to get them, uh, the designs approved for accessibility. And then we also have to have them inspected when construction is complete to show that it is truly compliant with the accessibility standards. What's one of the, 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 I know TAS, the TAS. So what's one of um, the enhancements that were done, I guess, I guess in regards to more likely for individuals that use a mobility device? For, for those people with wheelchairs, for example, um, we've made a lot of improvements um, throughout the entire stadium um, you know, this is about a $17 million project. Um, it was multiple phases. Uh, we started several years ago with concourse improvements. Uh, in that project, we renovated the, uh, about four of the concession stands and modernized those and made improvements to them. Um, and we include uh, accessible height counters uh, for individuals in wheelchairs. Um, and made sure we had all the, the clearances and the requirements for that. So that was the first phase. We also um, installed some new, what we call family restrooms, which you know have changing stations for those that bring small children. Um, so they're, they're kind of individual, uh, single occupant type restrooms. Those are all accessible as well. So again, made, made those accessible. Those are on the East concourse. So we've done those kind of improvements throughout the stadium as well. I know that when uh, people got dropped off by the lift, it was towards the back of the stadium. Has that changed anything like regarding where to be dropped off in regards to accessing? Yeah, that, that has changed. So, you know, I've got a, a pretty long list of things that we've done to the stadium. I can go through all of them with you uh, little by little here. But um, we we actually installed a new elevator um, okay. that takes you from the concourse up to the press box level, up to the first level of the press box, uh, a new stair and elevator. Um, so you don't have to take just the elevator so that, again, uh, people with mobility devices can get from the concourse level up to the press box level um, if they need to. Um, and it actually has a design for intermediate stops in the future if we can do any more additional renovations to the stadium. And we've, we've started making the improvements and on this project have completed those to uh, disperse uh, mobility type seating um, 
in different areas of the stadium. So it's not just at the top of the press box. I'm glad you did that, Mr. Parker, because it's, we, we call that integrated sitting. sitting. Yes. And because unlike in the past, even at the, at the ballpark here in the downtown, you know, they would put you know, people in, with mobility devices all the way in the top. And so uh, we encourage segregated seating or integrated. And I do apologize, applaud you that for that. Mr. Right. Yeah, and it is a requirement of the ADA and the Texas Accessibility, accessibility Standards. That's a kind of a tongue twister. I usually call it TOS. <laughs> yeah, TOS, yeah. TOS. But, um, but in every one of the seating components that we've made improvements for in this project, whether it be the general seating, uh, club seating, loge seating, or press box seating, all those components all have accessible, accessible seating uh, integrated into them um, and dispersed and meeting the requirements of those codes. The first phase we did, we did some what we call lower cross aisles. So you can get directly from the concourse on the west side and actually get out into the stadium seating area. And we have uh, mobility device seating or wheelchair seating with companion seats. Okay. So, you know, they're not again, like you said, segregated and by themselves, you know, they can sit with their, their companions and uh, have great, you know, right in the middle of the stadium, you know, one sets at the 50 yard line. The other ones are on about the 35 yard lines uh, on the West side of the stadium. So really good seating right off the concourse. Uh, because, but the thing is too, a lot of times, you know, when, when stadiums, especially stadiums, when they're built, they, you know, people like me, like I can walk or, you know, it's, it's good, right? I can't see, but I can walk. But those who can't, you know, walk, either use a walker or a mobility device, it's really discouraging. They, they, well, I can't go, why? You know, because it's not accessible. I'm like, wow. But now with the new enhancement that you've done, encourage those individuals to go out to see UTEP. You go see UTEP win. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so, how, so when the process... Is it complete now or is it? The project's complete. Okay. Um, we're ready for this uh, coming football season and all the work's been uh, completed. So the stadium looks beautiful and uh, it's going to be a really nice, really nice for everybody. Okay. You know, you talked about, you know, providing access. Uh, we provided all access all the way from Sunbowl Drive. So on the press box side, you know, we put in new ramps, uh, new uh, accessible parking, new accessible pathways to get into the stadium that weren't there before. Um, so okay. we've, so cool. we've even we've even extended it past the stadium, actually getting into the stadium over on oh. the west side. So all components. I'm uh, not sure if, if you answered this question earlier, and I, and I do apologize. Um, when it comes to like someone being dropped off via like the Sun Metro lift, <clears throat> where is where is that? Like so you cha that's changed, but where does that? Where do they go now for that to be chopped off? I think there's there's several opportunities and locations for that to happen, but part of this project, um, it would be at the press box level um, okay. on the west side. Um, there there are some other accessible seating around the stadium, so you know the north end zone um, in that area, you could you could get dropped off and go into the concourse and get to that accessible seating. Over on the north side, we also have some existing accessible seating that we had over on the east side. So, you know, east concourse, uh, south side. So there's multiple locations that someone could get dropped off. Awesome. Okay. Oh, wow. That's that's really nice. You're going to have the Sun Bowl this year too, right? 
Yes, we are. Yeah, right. I, believe, I believe we're having the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl again this year, and uh, it's already been advertised and scheduled. I think it's a little bit earlier this year okay. than, than typical. Um, I think in past years it's always been you know high noon or 12 noon. I think this year they're making it a little bit earlier. I think it's going to be a 10 o'clock game, if I remember okay. correctly, but I, I'm not sure, 10 or 11 o'clock. Okay. A little bit earlier, but yeah, we are going to have that game this year as well. So people will go out a little bit earlier to tailgate. Well, you can't really tailgate like you used to back in the day, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think yeah. they're trying to accommodate people that want to watch the BCS Championship Series, you know, the Bowl Championship Series games that are on the same day. So they're trying to avoid that conflict. So you could actually come to the Sun Bowl and, and see the Sun Bowl game and actually still see those other games that are going to be broadcast. So, Wow, okay. So, But if anybody has any problems, if they, if, if they have, you know, encounter any issues, who can they contact? Um, as far as issues are for contacting for who, George? Like, for example, if they say they see an AGA issue or, like, for example, um, they see one spot that's not accessible, just in case it is, just want to cover all the bases here, who would they be able to contact and say, you know what? Yeah we, area. yeah, we do have uh, compliance officers for ADA at the university. Um, I don't have that information here in front of me. No, but uh, they can always call the, the main number, which is 747-5000. That's right. They can call, call the 747-5000, and they'll get them in contact with the right individuals they need to talk to. Cool. Thank you, sir. Mr. Parker, now before we leave, do you want to say anything else, sir? Um, just add a little bit more, you know, uh, just to kind of highlight the things that we have done. We okay. The improvements we made were uh, to the general uh, general seating in the stadium, you know, the actual bleachers um, and providing accessible seating in those areas. Uh, we installed new club seating, um, which is fixed seats, padded chairs with, you know, arms on them, cup holders, all those kinds of things. Um, and we have approximately, you know, 547 of those, and we did not have those before. Wow. Um, okay. And those have accessible seating along with them. Um, then we also have uh, did a lot of improvements inside the press box um, with some club seating up there, uh, indoor club seating, and, um, and put in about 100 fixed seats in there that also have accessible seating. Um, new uh, concession stands at the press box level and in the concourse, again, all accessible. Um, new restrooms and the press box, beautiful new restrooms up there. And uh, renovated and refreshed some of the other restrooms throughout the stadium and improved accessibility in those areas. Um, and we, had, you know, also added on to the top of the stadium uh, on the west side, kind of a uh, party deck, uh, GECU party deck back there. Um, that's a really nice place for people to get together and socialize during, before, after the games, or any other special events that happen in the stadium. So quite a few really nice improvements to different levels of seating. Uh, and again, all with accessibility in mind. Wow. I'm going to ask you a weird question right now. And it's just to, for those who are visually impaired. And by the way, I think uh, Mr. Abel Rodriguez uh, may want to join in. Abel Rodriguez, I, I don't know if you know him, Mr. Parker. He does uh, the minor game in Spanish, or he used to do in um, Spanish. Um, let me go ahead and bring him in. Well, I have Mr. Yeah, Parker here. He's a director of construction and or planning and construction. He's giving the overview of the ADA enhancements that have been done to the Sumba, which kind of impressive. I'm going to lie to you. They're, they're really impressive. And um, I want to ask you, Mr. Parker, and it's, like I said, it might be a weird question, but for those who are like myself who are blind, and I used to see before, so now I kind of you know, want to put this together. Can you give it a quick, like from 
south, north, east, and west, how it looks now. Like, I know there's a screen above the west, uh, the east side part of the, the stadium. But can you yeah, south side, like video screen on the south end zone. Um, and when you're looking at that, you're overlooking downtown. You can see, you know, downtown El Paso, the campus in Juarez. Uh, really beautiful view okay. of the city from there, uh, looking south back behind the video board. Um, the west side of the stadium uh, is where the press box is, a three-story, three-level press box, uh, right below the press box, right at the upper upper deck, upper level of the outdoor seating area. Uh, we installed 26 new loge-type suites. Um, they all have their own refrigerator, um, their own TV, um, and what? really, really? Uh, they're, they're really nice, um, nice little storage areas and countertops. It's kind of like a little, uh, your own patio. You're like in your backyard, um, where you're sitting in some really nice, um, you know, seating with chairs, with casters and everything. And you can okay. roll around and, and have a really nice kind of nice patio type environment. And then directly below that, we installed a really nice new uh, padded seats, individual seats. We're called club seating. Uh, over 500 uh, club seats directly below that on the west side. Um, you know, and then to the north, you've got the Larry K. Center uh, that wraps around. Um, has the the weight room for the football team. Overlooks the stadium on the north end zone. Um, and the athletic offices wrap around over onto the northeast side of the stadium. And so, you know, it's nestled between the mountains uh, right there in El Paso. Just one of the most, one of the most beautiful and I think iconic uh, settings for uh, college football anywhere in the U.S. So it's just a beautiful location. Yeah, Mr. Parker, uh, Mr. Parker, do you, uh, you're new, right? No, I've been with UTEP for about 12 and a half years, a campus architect. Okay. You're, okay. So that, that, that's okay. I, that's probably why I haven't met you. That's uh, right. I, I, I have done uh, minor football and basketball as an announcer for the games, like for the last uh, almost 17 years, except for last year. But uh, I, I do want to say that uh, what I've, from what I've seen from afar, it, it, it looks like a really great uh, facility and, and it goes with, you know, trying to build a program around uh, the, the donors, you know, and trying to bring money in, for athletics in order to fund it and, and, and keep it going. And uh, are, are you native El Pasoan? I've lived here since I was two years old, pretty native. There you uh, go. Lived in there, El Paso there, there you go. basically my whole life, so yes. So so then you understand that that, that Sun Bowl Stadium is just an amazing place. Uh, I've Absolutely. been to uh, stadiums all over Conference USA, all the way up to Idaho. And, and I got to tell you, there is nothing that compares unless you get into the Coliseum, uh, you know, in LA and that kind of stuff compares to the, the, the way that thing sits, you know, in a Canyon and, 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 you know, uh, it, it's just a beautiful place, you know, surrounded by uh, the expansion of everything that's happened with the university of Texas at El Paso. Uh, uh, you know, I, I have relatives also that are working there at the university and it's just a really, really fine uh, facility uh, right now. Who knows how much more you can add to it, but, uh, it really, it really is wonderful to know that uh, uh, most of uh, the construction is close, I guess, over, right? Yeah, all the work that we had planned on doing is all complete. So the stadium is completely renovated with the, the project scope that we that we just completed. To go to this facility and see the improvements that have happened there, 
and, and to know that, uh, that well, you know, I don't care what anybody says, we need Division One football in that stadium and, and we need to support the team. Um, yes. and, and hopefully things will get better. Uh, last year was amazing because they won some games and yet, you know, people – People wouldn't know because COVID had messed everything up so crazily, you know, that yeah. uh, that this year's it's going to be interesting to see, you know, uh, how people come back. And people are going to want things to do. I mean, they want things to do right now. Uh, right now, like, for example, uh, it's the first time that I bring my mom out. We're over in Mesilla, New Mexico, you know, going to eat some tacos here at La Posta. Uh, mm-hmm. but, 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 you know, people are out again, you know, and, and a lot of them are vaccinated and a lot of them are, you know, uh, shucking the mask and, and that just means back to normal. And, and, and I hope it's a, a great football season for the Miners. Um, you know, and say hi to Jim. If you see him, uh, let him know that uh, I snuck in on Georgia Zavala's broadcast. I sure will. <laughs> and, and ask you some stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, it's, just, it's just a great time to finally see that UTEP's going to get back to normal and, and start playing ball again. And you guys did a great job in, you know, the architecture and the way it looks. And, I mean, it looks like a classy stadium that I always felt it was. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Exactly what it, I was just about to say that it's like a first-rate stadium. Then we need to support them, folks. Go out there and support them. There's no excuse now. You can't say it's not accessible, but it is. Absolutely. <laughs> so, our Mr. Parker, I do appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule to talk to Mr. Avo. Be careful out there in in New Mexico. And uh, so you're gonna get some when, of that green chili and that red chili. <laughs> right, now, now I'm hungry. <laughs> well, Mr. Parker, <laughs> thank you so much. Salute you, sir, for what you've done to the stadium. And make it accessible for everyone to come out to the to to see UTEP win. And who's the first game, Abel? By the way, before we go, you know who the first game is? I don't. I'm not. Sure, I'm not sure this year. You're asking me a ask me a loaded question. I should have known. Sorry. You give me two seconds. I can tell you. I think okay. their uh, I think their first game is uh, NMSU. If I really? remember correctly, I think they're playing NMSU on. Oh, uh, uh, don't say that too loud. I'm over on, here. Yeah, on August <laughs> on August twenty uh, eighth is their first game. Um, a- actually, that game is at NMSU, so it's not their first home wow. game. Okay. Well, all right, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go yeah, after tacos. Nice meeting you. Mr. Take Parker, care. Thank Bye. you so much for taking the time. And again, this uh, this uh, will be available on our website, novisioninternetradio.com. and also we'll share it on Facebook because we want to encourage those individuals, everyone. No matter what you are, who you are, what team you root for. Now, for some minors, you better go. But oh, before I leave you, uh, Mr. Parker, there's a question I ask all my special guests. Okay. I've asked, I've asked Escobar, I've asked uh, the mayor, I've asked uh, the DA. So I want to ask you the same question. Put okay. you on the spot. Okay. Are you a Dallas fan? I am a Dallas fan. There you go. Good question. Answer. Yeah. Ever since, <laughs> ever since I was a little kid, I've always been a Cowboys fan. Back with Roger Staubach. So they're, they're aiming to that. They're, there you go. He is a yeah. Dallas fan. So, all right, Mr. Parker, thank you, sir. I'm going to go and uh, close it out here. People, you've been hearing the No Vision Internet Radio with our special guest, Mr. Parker. He's a director of planning and construction. And see you later. Bye, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you all. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs>